Dating can be exciting, fun, and full of promise, but at the same time, it can be confusing, upsetting, and stressful. So shall we talk about it? This is the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself, Neha, and Ramina. So today's topic is going to be a very in-depth topic, and we spoke for ages and ages with stats, information, contributors. It was a pretty busy episode, wasn't it, Ramina? Yeah, like even in the planning process, we're kind of like trying to figure out where and what to discuss because it's so much to cover so we hopefully covered enough but yeah we can literally speak for a few episodes about this it's literally a bit like a well like for example like you'd go in and just be like going on and on and on i'm thinking wells are very deep here by the way with that analogy it's probably the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) romina why do i always do that i always give really (laughs) weird analogies and they're always wrong and they don't make sense i think what you're trying to say is like we've just hit the top of the iceberg basically (laughs) i could have i could have just said that but i didn't I said a well, all right? (laughs) But yes, basically, this topic is so big, I feel like we've just touched the tip of the iceberg for it yeah. because they oh did you oh we'll yeah, go with... I'm at tip I'm at tip oh well there you go I'm not the only one it makes me feel a little bit better but we have discussed a lot about this topic and the topic is gender stereotypes which I feel like is a massive thing in heterosexual relationships male female you have your own rules you have your own set tasks you have your own set sort of jobs that you do in dating and relationships but in 2021 do we follow those you know yeah and we also kind of discussed uh, a bit about like the culture influences and how like different cultures have more kind of like defined male and female roles within relationships and within dating oh massively especially us two being south asians like we totally can agree with that right yeah let's get our guest on let's crack on with this topic this is gender stereotypes So it's another episode on the Dating Dilemmas podcast and today we have yet another presenter, a radio presenter, a podcaster herself actually and a content creator as well. She's just started her own radio show which is super exciting called All Arabic All The Time. I'm sure she can probably pronounce that a lot better than me because she does it with the accent and she sounds great when she says it but she's got a brand new radio show which is super exciting. She's always on TikTok. She does her Muz Conceptions and if you haven't seen it, trust me, it is brilliant brilliant all the misconceptions that people have about muslims uh, that she posts all over the socials which is super exciting she also has her own podcast as well called what the duck podcast which i also got a chance to feature on as well talking about dating of course and she's of course a presenter herself we've got dean hasnain how are you hey that was the loveliest introduction ever <laughs> oh. so lovely. i was like oh wow it makes me feel like i've done a lot <laughs> you have and there's loads more stuff about you as well which I'm sure we're going to find out a little bit more about you anyway but how do you pronounce your radio station's name do it do it how you say it all Arabic all the time yes that's what I'm talking about but of course you've done so much stuff but we always do have a speed dating round to actually get to know you a little bit more amazing yeah, so we've got 10 questions so the first one is if you could choose three words to describe you as a person what would you pick sassy caring and funny Straight in. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you have to pick one personality and one physical appearance. Uh, What trait do you like in someone that you're dating? Oh, spicy. Um, (laughs) Personality first or physical first? Could be either. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) So physical first, I love long hair. Like, I'm all about the man bun. And personality needs to be funny. It really, really needs to be funny. I can't be carrying all the funny by myself. 
I agree with the Mamba completely. I feel like there's <laughs> not a lot of people that appreciate Mamba. Do you know, I, I, I appreciated that too. I love the long, thick hair too. So I'm with you yeah. on that too, Dina. <laughs> you girls have got good taste then. And <laughs> um, what three uh, red flags would you say um, when you're dating? Um, three red flags, I think, the way they treat uh, other people. So let's say, for example, even if it comes down to like how they treat the waiter, just how they interact with other people. So if they're quite like, what's the word? Like arrogant, that's a massive red flag for me. I don't tolerate arrogance whatsoever. Another red flag flag um is when they say oh my ex was crazy that's a big red flag for me mm. and my final red flag would probably be oh not sticking to their words i don't like it when people don't stick to their promises well, those are good words and we've got on the flip side what three factors would you say are green flags to you Ooh, guys i really like these questions i'm not gonna <laughs> lie and um, my green flags i think um people that are selfless like so you know sometimes um in the beginning they're like very you can just tell they're quite selfless. They're not really constantly thinking about themselves, but considering your feelings as well. Another green flag, how they treat their mum. So I know that's quite early for dating, but like if you are if you somehow meet their mum and they treat their mum nicely or their sisters, that's a green flag if they treat them well. Telling you how it is as well. I don't like people that kind of beat around the bush or don't say how they feel and wait for explosions. I like it when they're just straight up and honest. That's a green flag as well. Mm -hmm. And then for the next one, um, if you had to pick an actress to star as you in a movie about your life, um, who would you pick? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm actually just going to pick my favourite actress, not because she would play me like perfectly. It's not because I see myself in her, but Viola Davis. I'm obsessed with her. So Mm. that would be an honour. Not because I think she could pull me off because I think she's way cooler than me. But oh my God, I love her. (laughs) and who would you say is your celebrity crush (laughs) have you got time (laughs) i'll give you my top three tom hardy which is so basic i can never say his name you know the guy from peaky blinders is it is it Gillian or how do you say his name Gillian Murphy I think it's Gillian yeah I think so well yeah yeah it is yeah it's spelt with a c but I think I feel like it's an Irish (laughs) name oh Alfie something he he played Wes in how to get away with murder I actually don't Mm. remember his name but he's quite buff and if you're given 1000 pounds to spend what's the first thing you'll do with the money right now I'd say get my nails done just because I haven't got my nails done since October (laughs) peasant so definitely first thing I'm doing is get my nails done and then for the next one if you weren't a presenter what would you do as a career I'd probably be a marine biologist I'm not gonna lie to you really yeah I'd go back and study become a marine biologist and just live I don't know whether in Hawaii or Egypt or something and just surf by day look for animal mammals and fish by night that would literally be my life wow I could see you actually as a lawyer or a politician I hear that a lot. And when I was younger, that's what I wanted. But now I hate everyone and only love animals. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) Wise choice. (laughs) And if you could um, choose an outfit for a first date and you're on a first date... Uh, what would you pick? It's always got to be a jumpsuit. I, I love why. that answer. I love a jumpsuit. <laughs> Same. It's just so easy. I don't have to worry about my top matching my jeans or how I look. I can bloat if I need to bloat because the one the, the jumpsuit will hide it. So, yeah, definitely a jumpsuit. It's kind of like dressy, but also cash as well, which I like. Exactly. Yeah. You've got it, Neha. And for the final question, if you could pick an animal that best describes your personality, what would you pick? A tiger. And I'll tell you why. This is going to sound cheesy, but it's actually, this is how I see it. Tigers are actually very calm animals. They only really pounce and explore when they're hungry. Other than that, they mind their business. So I'm quite like that. I mind my business unless I'm provoked. And then you can unleash a bit too much sassy if I'm provoked. <laughs> but other than that, I'm a cute tiger chilling in the in the lake or whatever they chill in. That is so good. Considering you hate everyone and you love animals, I thought you'd come out with a good one, you know? Yeah, good. I'm glad. <laughs>
Good. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the speed dating round. Hopefully you weren't put on the spot too much there, but at least we've got a chance to get to know you a little bit more. And of course, today's topic is very exciting. But before we get into that, we always ask our guests this question. So, Dina, are you single, in a situationship or in a relationship? I love this. I am in a relationship. You're yeah. definitely gonna. You're gonna definitely have the goods on putting the worlds to right when it comes to dating, right? Girls, I got you. I got you. <laughs> you got our back, and you got our listeners back, of course. So look, let's jump straight into the topic for today because it is a very important topic and something that actually has triggered a lot of people on my Instagram. I posted a lot of questions last night, and a lot of people got involved sent messages, got involved in the polls. And actually, I thought this was a topic that may be a little bit controversial where the men will be against the women in a heterosexual relationship. But actually, it was really interesting to see how many people actually got involved, male Mm. and female. Now, gender roles in society means, you know, it's basically a way of being there to see how we're expected to act, really how to speak, how to dress, you know, how to groom and how to conduct ourselves based upon our assigned sex that's given to us at birth. Like, for example, girls and women are generally expected to dress up really feminine, really girly, be polite, be accommodating, be nurturing, blah, blah, blah. And men, of course, are meant to be there to be the breadwinners, the hunters, they pay for everything, the initiators, you know. But these are the typical stereotypes that we've had since we've grown up or from back in the day. However, I've noticed that there has actually been a glaring disconnect between straight women's views on marriage and their thoughts on dating. This is just my personal opinion, but I feel like, you know, when it comes to the world of dating, we kind of expect men to pay. We expect them to pick us up. We expect them to do X, Y and Z. And they expect the girls to be, you know, submissive a little bit, you know, girly, don't be too you know, opinionated, etc, etc. But when it comes to marriage, everyone all of a sudden starts demanding 50-50, you know? So I feel like, you know, once these women are married and men are married, it's kind of difficult to switch the gender stereotypes. But then I kind of think, should we just get rid of gender roles entirely, really? And is this a thing of the past? And what gender roles have we played in our relationships is what we're going to discuss on today's podcast. And of course, our contributors' views as well. So... Do we feel this is acceptable to have gender stereotypes? Dean, I'm going to come to you first. What are your thoughts when it comes to having gender stereotypes? In my opinion, gender stereotypes are very, very evident in people that, for example, I wouldn't say have culture, but you know, people like me, for example, I'm Arab, or people that have religion at the root of the kind of their culture. So I don't know, I'm not speaking for you, but maybe South Asians or East Asians, any, any, any kind of society that rely heavily on religion or old traditional values I think gender stereotypes are so prominent there because it's almost like the rules have been set out for you for example myself I stayed away from Arabs for a reason I can't deal with them and I'm not saying it's everybody because I don't think that's fair and I think there probably are loads of Arab males out there that are brilliant but I just can't deal with their way of thinking Especially like how they see women and how they do want the submissive partner. You're so right about that, Neha. And as I said, I can't speak for every Arab, but I can only speak about my experiences, friends, family, things that I've seen. And I don't know what it is. I feel like it's the pressure of society. It's almost like their manhood is constantly questioned. And the way they've got to prove it is by being the tough guy in the relationship. 
And yeah, that's something that I just literally stayed away from as much as I could growing up and dating and all of that stuff. I just stayed away from it. But it's funny though, because when it comes to the world of dating, that's not the type of women they look for. But all of a sudden, when it comes to marriage, all of a sudden, that's what they want. And that's what they expect. And that's why I say there's a little bit of a disconnect when it comes to dating and gender stereotypes to actually when you actually get married. I mean, Romina, what are your thoughts mm. on on gender stereotypes when it comes to the world of dating? Um, I think I've been caught between, similar to what you've like, been saying, like caught in between the sort of stereotypical kind of South Asian, very male-female stereotypes and then also being brought up in England, seeing there isn't as much of a division between like male and female. Like mm. I've been caught in between both because it's like you see like from upbringing that in general, like men do tend to like, I don't know, have a say. So for example, if I wasn't allowed out, it would be like, ask your dad. It wouldn't be as much ask your mum. Whereas mm. like I remember seeing my friends that are born and brought up and have English heritage, you'll be like, ask your mum and they have the most overall say or it's more of a balance so it's like I've always kind of seen both sides of it but I think we're slowly getting towards um, especially with western influence towards more of a balance whereas that cultural and like you um, said you know like how it's like related to like religion and culture you you tend to get more of the sort of imbalance with it Mm. but let's talk about sort of like the non-cultural non-religious aspect of it Mm. too because that is massive and we'll definitely come on to that as well um but let's talk about when like for example english guys or like non-south asian you know non um southeastern type people you know like their partners would say oh ask the missus like like you said before Romina, you know <laughs> ask the missus she's yeah. the boss you know comments like that uh, but then yet i i notice in the south asian community it's like the man that's actually perceived as the boss you know but like in the non sort of south asian world as well when it comes to dating do you feel like there is a massive gender stereotype of the woman cooking in the kitchen doing all the cleaning and also the male being the one that pays for all the dates um in 2021 do you think that still exists to say there's definitely they're sort of um i think expecting guys to pay i still feel like that's one thing that's quite there like there'll be a lot of people that'll be like oh i kind of um want to have my own as like like to be a level playing field but still kind of expect the guy to be the person that kind of instigates a sort of paying and all of that so there is an imbalance in that mm. and what about you dina yeah i think it really does come down to the dynamics so i do know a lot of girls a lot of women expect the men to pay for them hands down they don't even reach for their purse myself i haven't been on a lot of dates but the ones i have i do not like people paying for me but i think that comes down to myself as i'm quite independent but also i don't feel like they owe me anything they don't need to pay me maybe further down the line if we're dating more than yeah it's probably something that i do look at and i think oh it's nice that they treat me but i don't expect it but i don't know if i'm one of the few because I do know that a lot of girls get the ick if a guy doesn't pay for the first date. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. Which is weird because we talk about gender stereotypes and how women should be equal. But then when it comes to things like that, people all of a sudden are like, no, ew, he didn't pay for the first date. I'm not interested. And it's Yeah, like, it's oh. so yeah. true. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and like, for example, like people say like, oh, the guy that you're dating, has he, got his, has he not got his own place? Well, well no, nor have I. Yeah. So if I haven't got my own place, why would he have his own place? Like we're both still saving for a place type thing. But you know, like people mm. are just a bit like, well, he should have his own place. Well, why should he? I should have my own place too. Like, you know, why is the responsibility all on the guy? And guys still 
still feel ashamed that maybe they haven't got their own place or maybe, mm. you know, they're not settled or where they need to be yet. But then it's the same as the female. Like we're both kind of, you know, it, it should be equal. Like you're both kind of like wanting to kind of get in there together. Funny that actually, I watched this video. Actually, I was going to send it to you, Ramina, but um, I took a screenshot of it, but... I, I just didn't have time to send it to you. So, you know, Spotted, is it Spotted Thisies? Have you seen that Instagram page, Dina? I have actually. Didn't they upload a video recently about domestic abuse or something? Yeah, no. Viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, they're a really big yeah. Instagram page. But there was this dude that posted something about how um, um, a woman, something to do with basically gender stereotypes and how like a woman expects a man to have his own house, be the caretaker, mm-hmm look after everything, pay for everything, um, basically look after her like she's like a baby or whatever, but then expects him to have responsibility of looking after the baby as well. But it's like, it's your child as well, mate. Like, I just didn't agree with that post. I'm like, sorry, you know, you choose to to be the breadwinner and pay for all of that. You know, if you wanted to, you could have asked her to pay 50-50 and you both share it out together. But I feel like getting a house together should be 50-50. You know, paying for everything should be 50-50. And looking after both of your child should be 50-50, right? Totally with you. But that's the thing. It really depends on how people have entered that relationship because... These are things that people should talk about. I think it's so interesting when people are dating, they get together and then when they think about the future, they later realize, oh, that's not how I see it. So for example, if a woman wanted to work and doesn't want to stay at home, and then later down the line, they find out the husband's like, well, I'm not happy with that. I want my wife to raise my kids. I don't want them to have a nanny, for example. Things like this, people don't talk about because they just expect everybody knows that they're what their roles are. But I'm totally with you. Something that I see in the Arab community so much, and I hate it, is this idea of the the women raise the kids, and then if anything goes wrong, it's kind of like, oh, you brought shame onto them, you didn't raise them right. And I'm like, sorry, were you not their dad? Or were you not (laughs) existing? Like, where where have you been? It's almost like they, they don't accept any responsibility for raising kids. Yeah, it's like they disconnect on an emotional level. So it's like they disconnect from bringing them up, but they will financially provide. So it's like, Because it's the gender yeah. stereotype, isn't yeah. it? Which is ridiculous. So let's talk about our own dating experiences and gender stereotypes and what we've experienced, whether that comes to just going on a date, paying the bill, splitting it, you know, all the different typical gender stereotypes. So I'll kick it off first. So for example, I was with somebody who didn't drive before and I was the one driving around everywhere. And all of a sudden people were like, oh, why are you driving everywhere? Or why are you driving them everywhere? And I'm like, because they don't have a driving license. So of course I'm going to. Oh, why are you picking them up from the airport? Well, because they don't drive and I'm their girlfriend. Like, you know, so it Mm. seemed like society was like, why am I doing that he doesn't care enough about you well no it's because he doesn't have a driving license but why can't I pick him up I mean you know exactly mm. exactly and why do they care so much if you're picking him up anyway it's like mind <laughs> yeah. your business but it's so true like I know girls that would look at that and be like ick yuck how is he not driving he's not a man yeah, enough and it's just yeah. like what if what if they're scared this is a genuine thing so for example I've been trying to push my brother to drive for so long and he's actually nervous. He gets so nervous behind the wheel and it's like, hopefully he'll get there. But imagine if he's really nervous or imagine if he keeps failing his tests and why is it okay for a woman to expect her boyfriend to take them everywhere and do everything for them, drive them to every location. But the moment it's switched, it's like, ew, he's not mad. Yeah, exactly. 
It is crazy. And like, for example, um, you know, I've been dating someone recently and um, they've been picking me up a lot and to, to the point where he'd pick me up out of London to drive into London to then drop me back home. And I'm like, honestly, I can get the train. And it's really, really sweet and really caring. And my mum's like, well, yeah, you know, guys are meant to do that. And I'm like, no, guys are not meant to do that. He's just very sweet and caring. And I offered once and said, well, how about I drive into London? Well, I don't want you driving back late at night. And I think that's really sweet. But also mm. part of me is like, but I maybe not want you to drive late at night you know maybe I would like to drop you home so I feel like we are in that kind of generation where it's kind of like you know people are still teaching us that men should be doing this and women should be doing this but we're kind of making our own decisions like for example my mum would say well he's meant to do that and I would say well actually I would do that back for him you know yeah totally. but what about your guys dating experiences like what sort of things have you experienced that was just one of my examples for me I remember once I went on a date um and I have a thing, I don't let people pay for me on the first date because it takes me time to realize if I like somebody, hence why I don't date a lot of people, I haven't dated a lot. It, it takes me a really long time to work out if I like someone. Mm. And I don't feel comfortable people paying for me because it's like, not that I feel like I owe them something, it's not that, it's just I just don't think they need to pay for me. So I always split the bill on the first date. And I remember I went to go pay and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna pay for my meal. And he was like, no, like, don't be ridiculous. Like, I'm a man, I'm gonna pay. And I was like, that obviously, that put me off. Of course, there was no second date. Um, and then I was just like, right. And I was like, but you don't need to pay me. You don't owe me anything. Like, you, there's no need for you to pay. Anyway, I put my money down regardless. And then literally he took the note. And as we walked out on the journey back, the whole way, he just kept trying to give me the note back. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. I was like, is it that, is it like that important for you to pay? Like he was so obsessive. And I was like, seriously, stop giving me my money back. I found it really, really annoying. And in his defense, maybe he thought he was being like a gentleman, but for me, it was really off-putting. Cause I was like, are you that insecure? I was like, why can I not pay for myself? And I don't know if that's just me being crazy but it really really put me off and I was like why do you feel the need and it's almost like I took his honor or something it was weird it was weird Mm. those experiences happen quite a lot I mean I've had those experiences before where I've wanted to pay but then they've paid and I'm like fighting them it's kind of like a normal thing right I'll pay no I'll pay no I'll pay and then it just gets to the point where I'm like okay fine you can pay but I'm paying the next one so sometimes it's nice when they treat you but of course in that Mm. scenario especially when you probably didn't really want a second date anyway it's like you didn't really want to owe him something and you kind of wanted to pay yourself because then you'd feel bad he's paying it and then you're messaging when you get home sorry mate I'm not interested you know so in that sense I think it does hurt guys egos a little bit when they're used to paying I think it is a little bit but what about you Romina um so like if you take it you know how you have the old school stereotypes where it's kind of like the guy's the more dominant one so he maybe takes lead more and then sort of the feminine the female is basically the one that's a bit more submissive and will kind of go along with what the guy's doing like what i've noticed is like um in general like when i like like date and stuff like paying equals should be the way to go like completely but i've noticed sometimes that for example like if i was with a guy that maybe has slightly more sort of like submissive sort of like personality traits so like if we go to a restaurant it'll be on me to make decisions if we're going somewhere it'll be on me to make decisions you know when it's like Mm. you feel like you're the one that's sort of like I don't know I just felt once when I was on a date if a fight broke out I think I'll be the one that will be like (laughs) protecting like do you mean it's that sort of you can feel there's a slight like mismatch in terms of like but is it a mismatch though is it a mismatch though yeah, but I'm not really going to fight their battles. Gonna, they'll be running behind me and I'll be like running behind them. Like This is true. This is true. But are you saying that you'd prefer it if a guy's a little bit more like assertive and like initiating things and making decisions? 
Um, yeah, in in a sense that sometimes I'm indecisive. Like, I think it needs to be fine balanced. In certain places, I'll be more, but in other places, I'll be less. But you know, when you just feel that they look to you as you're the person that will make all the decisions for them, it's a bit yeah. like I don't think I'm quite ready for like it needs to be a balance. I, I don't like completely being like taking you by the rein sort of thing yeah but sometimes I think some stereotypes are okay like for example you want that right I think I'd quite like that as well and that is a stereotype that a guy normally takes lead a little bit and he is the one that's initiating things places decisions I mean girls normally pick the places but you know what I mean and Mm. um, sometimes that's a bit nice when a guy's assertive I quite like that too Um, but I guess maybe he probably didn't feel pressured that he needed to and he just let you kind of you know take control of everything you know yeah, because it's nice yeah. to get a say with someone else as well. Like it's a bit like it's not just me on the date. Like yeah, no, exactly. Well, actually, we've got a lot of stats um, that have come through off of Instagram. So let's go through each one. Uh, Romina, you've got the rest of the stats. So read, mm-hmm. obviously, read what we asked and the percentages around it. Yeah. So we asked, um, should women remain feminine when dating? And fifty-four percent of them said no, and forty-six percent said yes. So, so yeah, yeah, people yeah people prefer women. They don't have to be feminine, basically. And the next one's like, how how does men feel if a woman earns more? And eighty eight percent of them said that they don't mind, and twelve percent feels said that it feels strange. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I feel like I mean there were a lot of men that voted. Eighty one percent of these men said they don't mind. What do you reckon about that, Dina? I think that's a pure lie. <laughs> because like, I've... Because very I've, one way. Yeah, because yeah, I've messaged a few of my friends separately before this podcast to ask the question, and deep down they did actually say that it would make them feel a little bit inferior if the woman earns more than them. And that's the truth. And you know what? It's so sad because we're kind of taught if you're in a relationship or a marriage, it's kind of like you split everything. Or for example, if the woman isn't earning as much, the husband will take care of her, right? Mm. But when it's flipped around, it's like, oh, you're not man enough. And it always comes down to not being man enough as if there's some sort of requirement. But it's like, I know for a fact, if someone earned 100K a year and Mm. her boyfriend or husband or whatever was earning 40K a year, he would feel insecure as anything. Not just because, for example, he feels like he's not providing, even though they're both on brilliant salaries, but also if other people knew, they'd be like, oh, what, your girl earns more than you. And yeah. it's just like, it's all about other people. And also, as you said, it does, it does make them feel inferior because it's kind of like, oh, wow, am I not good enough? Which is not mm. the case. I mean, we did get a couple of people getting contact. One person said no one should care. And the 17% that do are problematic. Obviously, it was 17% at that point. Um, Be happy for your partner or spouse. And they manage to earn more than you in a system that's stacked against them. And if you're an ethnic minority group, even more so, well done. Um, And to be honest, you can put both of your salaries together anyway. So that 100 and that 40 together is 140, you know. But I know some, some people do feel a bit inferior. But... The people spoke. It was 81%, wasn't it, Romina? Yeah, yeah. No, no. so for basically that how men feel when a woman earns more is 88% of them said that they don't mind. But mm. when f- uh, women voted, basically saying, do they feel, um, how do they feel if they earn more than the man? Then it was 81%. So both of them swayed saying that they don't mind. Yeah, yeah, they don't I mind. I don't know if I trust that though, you know. Mm, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like people voted saying what they think they should say because yeah. I know a lot of people <laughs> that literally have been like, oh, he's really lovely, but he's on XYZ salary. And it's kind of like, oh my God, like get a grip. No, definitely. No, it's true. It's true. I feel like I'm quite confident in myself that if I'm earning a certain amount that I don't mind if they earn 
a little bit less than me, you know. Um, now, if they're doing a job where I don't think it's ambitious at all, I mean, every job is, is good, right? But if they're mm. doing a job where I don't feel like they're very ambitious or, or whatever it is, then I'd be a bit like, mm. But if it comes to sort of earning, if they're not earning as much as me, I, I would look at it as in the future as we put our salaries together. And also, hopefully, I'll be able to inspire them to be better and to want to strive for more, you know? Totally. Yeah. When, you, when you care about someone, and if we're talking about a real serious relationship and a marriage... That won't matter. It literally won't matter because you're you're thinking about building a life together. So those won't really that won't really be a red flag for you. Unless as you said they're not motivated and they're just bumming about, then yeah, I'd have a problem with that. Yeah, fair enough, Fed. And then we got some more stats, haven't we, Romina? Yeah, so we've got uh do we want men to be more in touch with their emotion side, uh emotional side when dating? And eighty five percent of them said yes and ten percent said no, or fifteen percent said no. I wonder who said no, <laughs> like whether it was guys or girls. Well, give me a second and I shall find out. So who said no? Oh, there's tons of people that have voted, by the way, for this. Um, when it comes to obviously being more emotional, Dina, you also voted. A lot of men and a lot of women, but more women voted, more women. I mean, there were some men, but majority women. And the people that said no are all men. Oh, wow, interesting. interesting. All men said no. They don't need to be more emotional, which is which is absolute bollocks. And um, we also had we also had a big question, which I said, who needs to be more dominant when it comes to dating? Seventy two percent of people said it should be the male, and twenty eight percent of people said it should be the female. That's crazy. That's split, so. <laughs> that's who. Fu- who- that's... Who voted, like, women, more women voted or more men? Flipping hell. Okay, so... Oh, unfortunately, girls, majority of men said it should be men. There you oh, go. Wow. Female, it was split 50-50, men and women. Wow. But yeah. it was majority of the men basically have said that they need to be the more dominant one, really. Um, the next one was interesting. Who needs to be more dominant one in the bedroom? And 62% of people said the man and 38% of people said the woman. It is... <laughs> it's more balanced in the bedroom than it is day-to-day <laughs> life. Of 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 exactly. Of course it is. So predictable. That is so predictable, actually, when you read it out loud on the podcast compared to when I read it before. It is so predictable, isn't it? Oh, my. And it's all 50-50 split, to be honest, uh, with that one, which is super interesting. A lot of people, uh, I basically wanted to ask this question. Why is it that some men say, ask the boss, referring to their wife or partner, right? Um, But obviously in the South Asian community, men are more dominant. And a lot of people have actually commented to say, no, being a husband and a dad, we both work as a team. Dominance is more older generation, I believe. Somebody else says it's the way to let them think that they're the boss, but actually, truly, the women are the boss. Uh, Someone else said, let's be honest, my partner is the financial director. She is the boss. Someone else said, no, 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 totally disagree. Women are much more dominant than men in the family unit. And another person said, I don't think that they're dominant. I just think they're annoying and they think they're dominant. Let's put the men back down in their place. (laughs) And then another person said, it's all nonsense. People say, ask the boss, then make decisions without consulting their partners. So a lot of people are saying that's not the case. Women are the boss, basically. And though saying that, when I asked the question, who needs to be more dominant in dating? 72% of people said men. So... Little bit yeah, conflicting. Yeah, there's a massive yeah, disconnect. Doesn't make wow. sense. 
No, it's but a little bit conflicting. Thing. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That makes no sense because even then when they're saying, oh, men need to be more dominant, and then as you said, some people are, oh, the wife's the boss. They probably mean that in, oh, if I don't do it, she's going to moan, so let's avoid the moaning. That's the context yeah. that I've seen it in. However... No, I was going to say is that I asked who needs to be more dominant in the world of dating, right? And majority right. said men. However, when I said, oh, ask the boss, da 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 da, I was obviously referring to a long term relationship or a marriage, right? And a lot of people that actually commented are people in long term relationships or marri- married have said actually the wife is a partner. And then the next question I actually asked was, do we feel that gender roles change whilst dating? in a relationship or in marriage? And I think that's the answer, that that high percentage is when it comes to dating, but actually the roles reverse when you get married, I think. I do agree, Dina, when you said about the moaning thing. Maybe it's because they're so yeah. deep into the relationship, they're just going, Yeah, like, that's like, a good point. <laughs> they know what the routine is and they're like, oh, you know what, I don't care enough about this. Because if they did care enough, they would not be say, they would not say the wife's the boss. They'd be like, well, no, I don't want to do this or I do want to do that. I do think also when people say, they're more of a partnership. It does come down to relationships and it does come down to the quality of the communication you guys have. If you're straight with each other and you've got that kind of relationship where you can be open about who decides what and consulting each other, that's just respect, isn't it? But sometimes people aren't always in that relationship, especially if they have external factors in terms of people being involved. So if it's a marriage, sometimes it's the in-laws that are really making the decisions. If it's friends sometimes it's the friends making decisions if that makes sense I don't know if you guys can relate or understand that but that's something I've noticed as well well yeah absolutely like for example when I was picking up my boyfriend up in the car they were just like oh sorry but that's not man enough like he should be Mm -hmm. driving you know other other surroundings give you know changes your influence a little bit doesn't it totally not that I was changed but we have natted on loads about this topic because obviously we've got a lot to say but we've had a lot of contributors that have actually got involved so let's listen to the first one Hi girls, so my view on this is that it's not really about gender roles specifically, but more about kind of compatibility. So for example, one person in the relationship might be great at cooking and the other person not, and so therefore they complement each other. Um, I personally, I don't cook that often, so I'm looking for a girl that is a good cook, but it's not because she's female. It's just because that is a gap that I have in my skill set. And I think this is the same with dominance as well. You know, if you've got a personality type that's quite dominant or is usually in a leadership role, which I kind of do, then I would potentially clash with someone who has a very similar mindset because we'd both be trying to lead uh, all the time. However, you can also have complementary leadership personalities, you know? So I think it's it's less about male-female and more about just compatibility and how things fit. Um, when it comes to money, again, I, I don't think I would be too bothered if someone earned more money than me, but it's it's how that impacts other things, like the way that they treat you, you know, if they treat you like in a patronizing way because they're like, oh no, I'm the breadwinner or anything like that, that would annoy me. Um, Likewise, if I earn more money, I try not to mention it, but I might be a little bit more generous. I mean, I I usually kind of spend on the other half regardless of of how much they earn. So again, it comes down to personalities a little bit, but I don't think, unless there's a dramatic gap, 
of a quite a large amount of money in salary, uh, it shouldn't really impact things too much. And also, I, I don't really know if you know that information, uh, especially not in the early stages of relationship. You might get a rough idea based on maybe the car they drive or, or the job they have. But yeah, that's my thoughts on the matter. I mean, I think you can kind of get a bit of an understanding of how much somebody earns a little bit, no? Yeah, you can tell by yeah. the way they carry themselves. Obviously, you're not going to get the full picture, but you'll kind of know. Yeah, you kind of will know a little bit. But what do we think about Callum's uh, sort of idea when it comes to gender stereotypes? I actually understand what he meant when he's saying it's not necessarily I want a woman that can cook because she's a woman and she should cook, but it's because I actually need someone who can mm-hmm. cook. Because for Totally example, agree too. Yeah. I, I can't cook. And I actually mean that. I know a lot of girls say that, but genuinely, little things like frying eggs, I will never fry them properly. I don't have the patience. I don't enjoy that stuff. So for me, I would love someone that could cook. Otherwise, we're going to starve to death. So mm-hmm. I can understand that part. Um, the one thing I would say is... He is very, very correct about compatibility because that's one thing I always say as well, which is why it's so important that you're open from the beginning rather than liking each other, presenting the best versions of yourselves, trying to please each other, then getting further down the line and be like, oh, wait, no, that's not how I do things. That's where the issue comes. No, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that side of things. So I think what he says from a male perspective, I think does make sense. You know, he said he doesn't feel like he would feel inferior if somebody, you know, earns a little bit more than him. It depends on how it impacts the relationship and how they treat you. You know, if you're patronising or, you know, you throw it in their face and that type of thing, then then that makes a difference, you know? Yeah, totally. But also, if you do that, you're not a nice person, whether you earn more or earn less. If that's the way you mm-hmm. are, that's just a red flag in itself because nobody should treat anybody like that. No, true, exactly. The cooking was a good example, actually. Like, I like cooking, and I would prefer, like, if I did the cooking, because I just like the way I cook. Like, so it doesn't mean that I'm doing it in a way because I think that I'm the sort of, like the female sort of presence in the house just because I like doing that like so it's interesting it's more about compatibility I agree definitely and I'm happy to cook for somebody as long as they help wash up and do all the other things you know yeah and you know folding the washing because I hate doing that like the stuff that I hate doing then it's a game you know um we've also got one more contributor Hello, ladies. So, gender stereotypes in relationships. Firstly, I don't think we should technically have gender stereotypes at all, really, because, you know, everyone's equal and all that jazz. Be who you want to be if you want to be that feminine girly girl in order to catch that man if we're talking about you know traditional relationships and go for it but yeah i mean after a few weeks months whatever of course you're probably gonna relax a little bit um maybe not be so uh perfectly made up and perfectly together i mean i'm not saying you should fart in front of your partner so i definitely don't do that and we've been together six years um and i think with kind of paying for things Um, Or certainly earning more money, that is my situation. And it's absolutely fine most of the time, apart from the fact when you literally, uh, every single time you want to go out and do anything, you get met with, I haven't got any money. And you're like, yes, I know. I've already worked out in my head whether or not I can afford to pay for us both. And ensure we have a good time and a social life. So yes, I think that's uh, slightly frustrating when it comes to the earning more money. I think if you both kind of earn the same amount of money, then it really wouldn't be an issue you just crack on you know so there's that one and the oh god i cannot stand speak to the boss the old ball and chain i just think it's just absolutely ridiculous it seems to me like it's a um 
Luckily, my partner doesn't do it, but it feels as if it's a case of those old school men just trying to pretend, you know, oh, look at me, I'm under the thumb. When in actual fact, at home, they probably speak to their wife, girlfriend, partner, like absolute shit. Yeah, so I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. If Jack ever turned around and said, speak to the boss, I'd be like, why are you calling your work? Because that is the only boss that should be around. Hope this makes sense. Have a lovely, lovely day and I'll speak to you soon. So that's Ellie from London. She obviously gave her opinion with regards to uh, gender stereotypes, which is quite an interesting one. What do we think about that one? <laughs> she did. She her said what we were saying. Brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? And especially yeah. the whole ball and chain thing. It's like, please yeah. come on. Like, you know, speak to the boss. I hate all that too. I think that's like, like just the way guys speak to each other. You know, like in America, they're like locker room talk. It's like when they say like rubbish, <laughs> you know, mean when they're around each other I think that's something because I remember once Bay tried to call me his bird I was like are you on drugs I was like I'm not your bird like where'd that come from and it's like after he'd been with the lads and I was like don't ever call me your bird and I think it is it's just those stupid phrases that people say he probably doesn't even mean it because as I said if you have an opinion about something you wouldn't say let me ask the boss you'd be like I would like to do this but I'm gonna just consult my wife or partner or whatever you wouldn't say I'll ask the boss no one does that no no one does that it's so bloody cheesy to do that can't stand it but no she made some really good points though we actually do have another contributor as well we've been talking about heterosexual relationships constantly and I wanted to get a perspective actually if gender roles are within gay relationships as well because we're talking about heterosexual relationships the traditional male and female But actually, when it comes to two males or two females, what happens there? Are there gender stereotypes? And I wanted to reach out to Kaylee so she could answer this for us. Hi, ladies. I'm so, so excited to give my opinion on um, gender stereotypes within relationships. Now, I'm gay, so I've been with women and in relationships with women. But as always, in majority of relationships, there's always a more dominant one. And I found it's more of the tomboyish kind of girl that would be the dominant one within the relationships I've ever had. So with that said, it has kind of stemmed down to, oh, I might do the cooking more or I might do the cleaning more. But there has been a few times that I've had to step back and say, hold on one second. It don't work like this. It does not work like this. Just because I wear makeup does not mean that I need to be the one that needs to be doing the cooking and the cleaning and that kind of thing. I think everyone just needs to learn what it is that they enjoy doing, whether that be cooking, cleaning, gardening. Maybe they might be the one that works more so they bring more money in or whatever it may be. Just figure out and just make sure you're doing it equal. No matter what, just make sure you're both giving that equal side of responsibility, that equal side of help within the relationship. And I think that's the most important thing of them all. I think she hit the nail on the head completely. I think you've got to pick what you enjoy doing, pick what your strengths are, pick what you can afford, pick what you like doing and roll with that and equally work together in a partnership rather than, okay, let's say, for example, in a gay relationship, one's more tomboy, one wears makeup. Why should the one that wears makeup cooks and cleans? Because that Mm. is the traditional stereotype when it comes to dating you know yeah I think we really need to like unlearn like associating dominance with male characteristics and submissiveness with female characteristics and I think that's where everything just starts to go like everyone's like associating certain characteristics with being more feminine or like masculine and I think that's where it becomes unequal and yeah it just gets more complicated we just need equality basically yeah no I was gonna say totally I wish it was that easy but at the same time I will Mm. say every relationship each what's the word each to their own right because I know some girls that want to be 
not taking control of, but don't want to work, want to be provided for, and are happy just to stay at home and cook and do whatever, then I know other women that are super strong and would never accept that. So at the same time, maybe it's not because we're reinforcing gender roles, but it's about what people want. I think it becomes an issue when choice is taken away from you. Other than that, I guess it's just each relationship to their own. Yeah. Absolutely. And we also had another contributor as well, um, all the way from the state side. And it's quite interesting, actually, to hear her side of the relationship, because it is exactly the opposite to what typical gender roles are about. The only sort of gender roles that you can have are like, you know, traditional female, traditional male, especially one of your first questions, like you ask, like, should a woman be feminine when dating? Well, that kind of, uh, the underlying assumption is that, you know, you're talking to a man asking what kind of, like a straight man about what kind of straight woman he would prefer and how she should present herself when she is, when she is dating him or when he is dating her and they are quote unquote courting. For me, I kind of want to break these things down a little bit more. I guess when I'm thinking about gender roles and things, and maybe I'm also thinking about it in this way because my relationship in the past and my current relationship with Jeffrey just haven't been entirely gender conforming. And and I guess like thinking about, you know, we're in 2020, it just feels so limiting to ha- to like have people say, you know, women should cook and clean and stay home and have children. And I mean, you know, if that's if that's what you want as a person or as a woman, then that's cool. That's what you want. And, you know, part of feminism is acknowledging that, you know, like femininity and the idea of being a woman is complex and it's nuanced, right? And it's the same thing with being a man. Being a man is complex and it's nuanced. But at the end of the day, you know, we both need to, both genders, really need to think about how it is that you can be a happy, mature, emotionally, mentally, spiritually healthy person who doesn't get caught up on, you know, societal expectations of who you're supposed to be. And instead you're living in your own personal truth. And I guess like thinking about dating and stuff in my experience, like Jeffrey cooks, Jeffrey cleans. I can cook. I don't enjoy it, so I don't do it. I clean as in like, you know, I dust and I vacuum, but you know, like a normal part, like a normal person, I don't really enjoy it. But you know, like Jeffrey actually takes joy in cleaning. So I mean, those are the things that, you know, he does. And I mean, that's really sort of, sort of basic, I guess. And I mean, he doesn't, I love yard work. Jeffrey doesn't like doing yard work very much. And when I say yard work, I'm thinking about, you know, like the garden or whatever, because he, um, I love going in and getting in the mud and getting in the dirt and like, you know, doing hard physical work. And Jeffrey is not into that. I consider myself to be femme. So like I wear, I wear long hair, you know, I put on makeup and I dress in feminine colors and in feminine styles, but I very rarely wear dresses and skirts. That's just not something that I'm comfortable with. But I guess in thinking about dating and asking the question, especially if you're you're directing it towards like, I guess, like a hetero audience, maybe thinking about like, you know, what's your expectation? Do those expectations matter? Did they ever matter? Like if you have 
a man who's the head of the household. Why is that? Like, why are we putting men at the heads of households other than for, you know, the sake of tradition and the sake of like religion or a holy text? I mean, one of the things that I often sort of talk to my mother about is that she, she honestly, she just believes that I should be married and subservient to my husband. And she believes that I should have lots of children and a house and that I should live a very like, leave it to beaver lifestyle. And that just 100% like, does not interest me at all whatsoever. I don't want to be limited. I don't want to be caged in. I don't want to be put in a box. Like I want to be able to, you know, live my life and live my way, live my life the way that I want it. And when I was dating and when I was choosing a partner, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for a partner who was going to be able to, you know, allow me to have choices and not try to restrict me in the things that I did and the things that I was interested in and the things I was interested in pursuing. I didn't want a partner who's going to box me in the corner and say, you know, look, the only reason I'm going to stay with you is if you get married, is if we get married and we have children. Like that is, that's not, that wasn't my vision. Like a partner is someone that you can speak to as an equal. You can have a discussion and you're able to make compromises. And at the end of the day, these gender norms are social constructs that aren't real. Like we, we, we've put them in place because it gives us a, a kind of familiarity and comfort, but it does. that's really the only purpose that it serves. I think she's got a really good point. And it's the same as basically what we had before, which is all about just kind of figuring out what you enjoy doing, what you like doing, what you can afford and kind of just rolling with it. Totally. And being comfortable in what you want and not have to worry about other people. She said that part of feminism is accepting what other women want to do. And that's so right. Of course. And her partner cooks and cleans. He's the chef in the house. Uh, He cooks and cleans, does everything in the house. And she loves doing the gardening. She loves going in the yard, as she would say in the American American term. She (laughs) says, I love getting I love getting my hands dirty in the yard, you know, which is which is against typical stereotypes, you know? Yeah. Even like my 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 family, like my my mum is like the DIY person. Like she will fix like electronics, she will build like, I don't know, cabinets from scratch. And like, I don't know. And then even like, for example, like my mum drive drove as well. And I feel like that was kind of like typically male sort of thing as Mm -hmm. well and it's like it's interesting seeing and kind of observing that because growing up I always didn't think as much it's fixed true exactly so what advice would we give to our listeners right now when it comes to dating stereotypes and when finding partners and when looking to meet the right person and these stereotypes that we kind of want to break down you know I think the easiest thing to say and I would say this applies to every area of dating at any point in a relationship or in dating or whatever that you feel that you're changing who you are and you don't want to be changed that's just an issue and you should raise it you shouldn't accept it i know it sounds dramatic but something tiny like if they don't let you make decisions if they don't let you contribute and you want to contribute etc and it's something you really want to do that for me would be okay conversation time this is not how i want the relationship to be this is actually what i want to do and if there's a problem then i guess you make a decision based on compatibility but that applies to gender roles, that applies to everything, I think. It's the moment you're not in control or 
not necessarily control, but you're not free to do what you want to do. Really good advice that actually. And I think the point when you said about if anyone's expecting you to change and, you know, not letting you do or be who you want to be based upon, I don't know, gender stereotypes, maybe then you, you know, you know, that's a red flag, either have the conversation and kind of head on talk about that situation or walk away from it because that is a big red flag isn't it totally yeah and even if you're like dating like for example if you're dating someone that you can tell that have quite black and white views in terms of like who they they think that the man should be dominant and stuff like that you need to at the beginning hold your ground and say that you don't want stuff like that and if it doesn't work it doesn't work they will find someone that will like those things they might prefer themselves to be like that but you need to be clear at the beginning that you're not willing to nudge on certain things definitely and definitely keep an eye out about these gender stereotypes because I think it is a thing and like Callum said on his voice note as well if you've got two people that are really dominant you may clash and I think maybe I had a bit of that in my last relationship because I was quite dominant they were quite dominant I wanted things my way they wanted things their way you know Mm. they wanted the male to be dominant I wanted it to be equal you know so Mm. I think these type of things are there so just keep an eye out when you are dating but if you do have a view of you want to pay or da 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 rather than having a go at them and just shutting them down and being like red flag see you later talk to them about it educate them on your views and then take it from there and see how they respond you know totally and sometimes people act how they think girls want to be treated or how they think men want to be treated and how they've been brought up and how they've seen their parents as well right exactly exactly and sometimes a conversation is so much better than a solution like even me I probably acted very rash when I was like right I'm never going on a date with you again because you're not letting me pay but you live and learn and it's kind of just like always have the conversation I think communication is so important in every aspect because you just don't understand why people act the way they do until you talk about it there's really like interesting stats so like elite single did um gave like online dating like stats for it so they said that for like proposals and stuff they found out in one of their studies that attitudes towards marriage felt like it was they discovered that one more than one fifth of men said that they would actually prefer to be proposed to what really yeah yeah one fifth wouldn't mind yeah so 21 percent. that's probably changed so much in the last 50 years because i feel like 50 years back it would not be the case i don't think wow that's the stereotype i care about i better be proposed to i'm not proposing to. yeah i'm the same i'm the same because i feel like i'm the type of person would do quite a lot on the relationship like told you taxi driver but also not only that i would be like going out planning things i'm I'm quite dominant so i would quite like somebody to propose to me i wouldn't want to do that as well you know (laughs) definitely and it's like it has to be a proper extravaganza so i don't want it to be public but it's got to be Mm. like some massive shebang if you want me to bless you with presence <laughs> for the rest of your life. That's really interesting, Romina. <laughs> and then yeah, for the next one, they discussed like a topic that we've been doing, so men and cooking. So they found out that 75% of men said yes when asked, um, do you find someone more attractive if they can cook? Whereas um, 83% of women said it was more attractive when men do that. So women more have like a sort of... Um, disposition that they prefer the guy to cook than even guys i back that yeah i mean i, I mean i wouldn't mind I, I wouldn't mind sharing it out like you learn a few dishes i'll bust a few out we learn some dishes together and we'll just share it out a little bit really i think like having just that one person cooking all the time is like it's quite hard unless unless they're bloody jamie oliver and like that's just their shit and they're really good at it then you take the lead in the kitchen my love you know <laughs> and then also like for paying for dinner um 67 of male and female respondents said that the that the man should pay for dinner 
and 28% of them said that it should be split evenly and then 0.8% um, of people thought women should pay for dinner. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> 0.8. Yeah. What is wrong with our women? I know. It's so funny the way they're so selective about gender stereotypes. Yeah. So selective. Seriously. It's like we've got it easy, actually, no, because we have to cook and clean, apparently, and all of that sort of stuff. So, you mm. know, no thank you. I think we can split everything depending on what we enjoy, what we like, and what we can do, right? Mm. Totally. And you know, there's like a sort of stereotype that, like, women, uh, men are more sort of like physically attracted to women. So, like, they have probably, they find sex um, appeal more important. They did, in the stats, they actually went, contradicted that completely, and they said that sex appeal is more important to women. And um, 60% of women consider that important, whereas only 54% men do. So, yeah, women overall basically find it's more important sex appeal. Really? Rather than yeah, men, when typically the stereotype is that men would and women yeah. wouldn't, you know? I mean, the I would definitely... changing, girls. Yeah, the world mm-hmm. is changing. I would definitely agree with that, though. I think sex appeal is really important, very important. And a man that can cook. I feel like I'm the one with the penis now, but it's all good. But look... <laughs> Thank you so much, Dina, for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast to discuss gender stereotypes. It was quite an in-depth subject today. I feel like we natted on about it, but I feel like I've learned a lot along the podcast, you know, and I feel like I've personally come to a conclusion that actually gender stereotypes should be about what you love, what you enjoy, what your role is in your own life and you come together as one and you know it doesn't have to be that oh because you have a vagina and you have a penis you must do this job and you must do that it's based on what skill set do you have what skill set do I have okay let's come together and be one you know Mm -hmm. totally beautiful that was lyrical Neha I love that that was lyrical and I had to get I had to get the word (laughs) vagina and penis in there but before you go before you go we ask all of our guests this one question yeah, so mm-hmm. what's the worst date that you've been on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say it has to be that date where he was so insistent about putting that money in my bag. I've got nothing more exciting than that, but I can't tell you how annoyed I was. I was going to punch him in the face. I was like, is that the reason so why big. he was a no? Or was he annoying on yeah. the date as well? No, to be honest, he was lovely. He just wasn't my type. Like, I can mm. tell he wanted a good Arab wife, have 25 kids, and that's just not <laughs> what I'm about. But um, yeah, that really put me off. I was like, for God's sake, I'm not having you pay for me. And his like resistance really pissed me off. But I think that's more relative. I don't think that's a bad day. I think other girls would look at that and be like, Dina, get your shit together. That's not even a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) That's my worst day. (laughs) Ah, well, that's your worst day. And that's the main thing. Everyone's got their own story. So that's yours. And that's all good. But look, thank you so much for coming on the Dating Dilemmas podcast. It was lovely having your presence on here. And of course, and of course, tell us all the listeners where they can find you where they can follow you and what good stuff that's coming up amazing thank you so um as Naina said i have got my own arabic radio show and it's not just for people that speak arabic or understand arabic it's absolute banging tunes so that's on tribe urban radio and you can follow me on instagram at dina hassanane and all my stuff will be on there amazing thank Aww. you so much thank you, thank and- you girls and enjoy the rest of your evening and uh enjoy the rest of ramadan as well because you're fasting at the moment aren't you Yes, I can smell my mum cooking and I just can't Oh, wait. bless you. Well, I'll let you go and eat food and stop performing haram right now talking about dating. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take the blame for it, okay? We'll take the blame. <laughs> I love that. Girls, thank you so much. I've had so much fun. You've been listening to the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself, Neha, and Romina. Our socials are at Dating Dilemmas Official. And of course, get your Dating Dilemmas in using the hashtag Dating Dilemmas Podcast. And we'll see you very soon on another episode so we can talk about it.